the number one Costa Rica real estate and investment podcast, bringing you experts from all over Costa Rica. Good morning, guys, and welcome to episode 154 of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Beckson. Uh, apologies, there's been a bit of a gap here between uh, between the podcasts here, guys. I've, uh, I was traveling in Europe. Um, but uh, anyway, we'll have a, I'll try and make up for it this month and get a couple more kind of in there because I know quite a few of you uh, like to listen to this podcast. So uh, trying to just kind of get a release date here every single Thursday for you. Usually at kind of 12 a.m. Thursday, it'll come on. So I think anybody that's uh, looking forward to a weekend and looking for something to do can listen to me over the weekend so it's very odd sometimes uh when i actually get to chat with you guys that you actually know a lot more about me and it's kind of a little bit weird sometimes or they like i feel like i really really know you but again uh guys anyone that wants to chat with us about investing um i'm getting a lot of clients actually that that purchase something or in the due diligence process and are kind of contacting me for help. Whereas I'm like, guys, if you'd have contacted me before you'd started the whole process, like I could have guided you through this whole thing and saved you a bunch of time uh, and also money as well. So, I mean, looking to do anything in Costa Rica, no matter what it is, guys, and just want guidance. Um, you know, we have about 27 projects going on in Costa Rica at the moment, everything from, you know, smaller homes to land development, to commercial projects, to relocation. We've got a bunch of clients that are actually relocating here, looking for our help. Uh, any businesses that you're looking to do, uh, you know, just let me know. Uh, I'm happy to chat with anyone. You can email us info at investingcostarica.com, info at investingcostarica.com. I usually respond. I usually reply to you. Again, quite a few people here in the office, but I like to personally do it uh, as I'm a sucker for helping people, as I say. So, but anyway, today we're going to be talking to Carlos Castillo uh, from Confia Insurance Brokers. So uh, we've got quite a few of you guys asking about insurance here, everything from home insurance, the life insurance, the car insurance. So I thought I'd get Carlos on here. Uh, he's been my insurance broker uh, for about 15 years, I think. I have my home insurance, my life insurance, my car insurance, my health insurance through these guys. Uh, I like them because they go out to, I can't remember how many companies it is, 10, 15 different companies for quotes, um, and just really help me get the pros and cons. They're very responsive, speak English. Um, so it's always good, uh, again, you know, to, to, to have good insurance. And also, as you'll see here, uh, it also covers uh, non-expats uh, here, people that don't have residency here as well. So um, we're going to be uh, talking to him about frequently asked questions, getting an idea of premiums, what's covered, what's not. Um, and uh, so, yeah. But anyway, let's get straight into the podcast, guys. Good morning, Carlos. How are you doing? Good morning, Richard. How are you? Very, very good. I appreciate you uh, taking uh, time out of your busy day, Carlos, to join us here on the podcast and discuss insurance in Costa Rica. Fantastic, Richard. I'm looking awesome. forward. Awesome. I, I'd said in the introduction that you guys are not a, an insurer. If I'm correct, you guys are kind of like a broker, an insurance broker. Is that what you would, you would call yourselves? Exactly. Yeah, we are an, insur an insurance broker. We are located in San Jose, Casu, and we represent uh, all the insurance companies in Costa Rica as, as no additional cost for, for the clients. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, basically, if anyone's looking for an insurance quote, whether that be car, life, health insurance, home insurance, you can basically go out to multiple different companies, get quotes back, um, and kind of help the client choose the right one for them. Exactly. That's exactly what we do. We get, we'll get quotes. We work, uh, we'll present comparative charts yep. to the client and we let them know or we advise them of what would be the, the best option for the particular situation. And we do any, any insurance from cars, boats, homes, buildings, travel insurance, health, life. We, we do absolutely everything. 
Fantastic. Well, I must say that, Carlos, you've uh, been my insurance guy for probably about 15 years. So I've always been very happy with your service. Um, but again, someone had asked us to cover insurance on the podcast, so I thought that I'd, I'd bring it up. But Carlos, my first question for you is that, you know, economies are in, you know, different countries, different economies, you know, things are a little bit stagnant in the US, a little bit stagnant in Europe. Uh, I think Germany's in recession, you know, but from your side, like people requesting insurance, are you seeing generally, is it better than last year? Is it the same? Would you say you're on an upward trend? Is it pretty stable? I mean, what are you seeing in the insurance industry? Yeah, in Costa Rica, yeah, the, the market is growing. Yeah, it's growing uh, a little bit less than 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 uh, last year, that, but that's mainly because of the exchange rate, you know, as the 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 the, the Cologne has appreciated. So we, when we measure the, the total premiums in US dollars, the market is growing, yep. but less less than, than in the past. But we're growing around eight percent, which is which is good. Yeah, in the past we have grown uh, between twelve and fifteen percent. The, the the market as a whole. Wow, but I mean, still eight percent. I'll take that any 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 day uh, of the week. And eight percent. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. not ne- it's not negative, so it's good. No, it's, good. it's not. No, no, the market is growing. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, I think the main question a lot of people looking to relocate or living here in Costa Rica is like. Do they need residency to get health insurance in Costa Rica? Or is there a way in order to get health insurance here while living here? You know, because some people are like perpetual tourists where they come for 90 days, leave and go back, you know, and there are other people that are applying for residency and don't have it. I mean, what should they know about their, I suppose, their legal status in Costa Rica and what impact that has on on, on health insurance? All right. That's a good question. Yeah, there's travel insurance. I mean, for those that are visiting Costa Rica for 90 days, for example, I mean, we have insurance only for that period of time and they don't need to to be a resident. But for those who are planning to live in Costa Rica, there are options uh, to to get insured, uh, to get a health insurance without being resident. There are options in the market. Yeah. Of course, if if, when they get the residency, there will be more options. Right. But in the meantime, there is there is a way to insure them. So, that, I mean, it, you know, even if I was, I mean, yeah, I mean, if I'm in the process of getting residency or I'm on this, you know, I've been living here for years and don't have residency and I leave every 90 days and come back or whatever, there are still options for health insurance available to me here in Costa Rica. Exactly. Exactly. There yeah. are options. Correct. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're not a resident, I mean, you're probably not paying into Caja, so you can't use the public, you know, hospitals here. So you need access to private hospitals. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's great to be insured because then you have access to all the private uh, uh, hospitals. Yeah. I mean, exactly. what are the what? How does insurance work here? I mean, what are the main questions that people ask, or the things that they should know? Okay. Well, uh, they want to know uh, about the coverage. I mean, usually they like uh, to have access to all the the, the hospitals in Costa Rica. Uh, the insurance company have their own medical networks but they can use the, the the doctors inside the network, but they could also go to any other doctor and uh, uh, they will get the payments by reimbursement. And uh, uh, expats like to have international coverage. They, they want to, to have the possibility to go to their own country and have a surgery, for example. So yep. they, they, they like uh, they, uh, to have the international coverage. So that is possible. Okay. So, I mean, basically... You know, they can get insurance here. They can go and visit any doctor that they want. It's reimbursed. Is it usually like a 20% deductible or 30% deductible? I mean, what typically is the deductible, if you don't mind me asking, Carlos? 
Yeah, that, that's the coinsurance. Yeah, typically it's 20%, the coinsurance, but there are also options with 100% coverage. Okay. Yeah. Probably a little bit more expensive when they're 100% exactly. coverage, right? Exactly, exactly, correct, correct. But I mean, even the 20% coverage is not bad here. I mean, you know, I typically have found, and again, you know, I'm not... I'm just going to compare North America, mainly in the US, that like stuff usually is about 20 to 25% of cost, meaning that if an operation's 100,000 in the US, maybe it's about 25 down here or 20,000 here. Correct, correct. Here, the cost is lower and insurance policies, they uh, has a benefit or a clause called uh, stop loss, which is the maximum out of pocket. Okay. So that's, that's usually, uh, you know, for international coverage, usually is $5,000. Okay. So an insurer wouldn't be paying more than that. Well, that's pretty so good. That's, so, I mean, yeah. if I had insurance and I needed something, the max I would ever pay is 5000 and everything beyond that the insurance company covers. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Who are the big insurers in Costa Rica, Carlos? Okay. Uh, we were on a state monopoly for 84 years, only with one uh, uh, insurance company called INS. So they are the yep. largest. They have. They still have 70% of the market, and that's because... Uh, some of the policies, uh, they are alone yet. They're in a mono monopoly yet, like workers' compensation, for example. And they insure all the assets that belong to the state. So, I mean, that's, a, a, you know, a big proportion of the, of the market share. But in terms of uh, health insurance, uh, Pan American Life has 53% of the market. Wow. The, the second is uh, INS. And there, then there are other carriers such as ASA, MAFRE, ADISA, uh, VMI, uh, competing with you know market market shares below ten percent. Why do you think Pan American has such a large percentage ownership of the uh, or controls fifty three percent of the market? All right, well that's a great question. Yeah, the thing is, uh, before the market opens uh, uh, to competition in two thousand eight. They already were here. They were selling offshore insurance. They were insuring most of the multinationals, uh, mainly directly from Panama. So when yep. the market opens, they already had a large portfolio. Mm. And INS was not that focused on health insurance. Was not, and it and it took them many years to you know to to have a a good product and and be able to compete against pan american pan american is focused only on health insurance i mean they're so good yeah so they just you know kept kept keep growing and growing and, and they have 53 percent now of the market of the market wow. yeah it's amazing I'm, I'm part of that 53 percent. so i use pan american just because they've been great you know i've had ins before yeah. i've had asa i've had pan american um yeah. you know i yeah i really like pan american yeah, so, yeah, Pan American is great. Yeah, Pan American is good. Uh, it's a good option. Exactly. But we're not being paid by Pan American, just so you guys are aware. Um, <laughs> I mean, how much are people looking to pay for health insurance? I mean, if they're two adults, say, in their 50s here, I mean, you know, uh -huh. they want international insurance. Roughly, how much do you think their well, annual premium is going to be? Okay. Usually, most of the people want to insure themselves under, you know, their spouse and their children, right? Yep. The, the family, you know, for so let's say a, a roughly premium for an entire family, but all depends in the coverage and the amount insured. Sure, will be around five thousand dollars per per year, which is not year. bad at all. Yeah, for yeah. an entire family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I paid roughly around about that four or five thousand. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course, there are options with higher deductibles. 
you know, yep. like deductible, like $5,000, $10,000 or $20,000, then the premiums are lower, you know. So people like to insure only for big issues. Yep. And then they they can, you know, they can have, uh, they can be insured with high deductibles as well. So Carlos, just say that I'm a resident here in Costa Rica. Okay? I'm a recent resident. I'm paying into the Caja, the social security system here, so I have access to the public. What would I look at getting private health insurance? Like what are some of the benefits that people should be aware of? Well, with a private insurance, you can access uh, to uh, to cover any outpatient treatment, such as doctor's visit, prescribed medications, emergencies, laboratories and x-rays, uh, ambulance, uh, any hospitalization, any grave illness, uh, maternity is also covered, uh, preventive medicines such as medical checkups, optical checkups, you know, these, these are part of the, of, of the coverages. Yeah. So you, you are fully covered in case of uh, illness and, and emergency. Why? I mean, but again, if I use the social security system here, if I use CAHA, I mean, I can go in and see a doctor. You know, I can yeah. I can get medicines and stuff. So why do people get private medical insurance here? Because, I mean, the CAHA is pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. The CAHA is pretty good, but sometimes they are so busy, you know, and, and sometimes you have to be lucky to get an appointment. Right. Yeah. Or maybe you'll get an appointment, but for next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, so that that's the thing. I mean, there, there's the Caja. Uh, they are, uh, you know, so so busy with so many customers. So sometimes you don't get the appointment. Yeah. And with a private insurance, you get your appointment right away in the best yeah. hospitals with the best service. You know. So the most the most important thing in your life is. Is, is yourself, your right? it's your life, yeah. it's your health, exactly. Yeah. So uh, life and health insurance should be the first. Yeah, I mean, let's just quickly jump on life insurance as well, because life insurance is, you know, I mean, I, I went through the process of getting life insurance, you know, and there were different things where I, there was one where it was kind of like an annuity where you were paying a certain amount in and saving it, but I decided to just go with the one where, you know, I was paying a certain amount per month. I think I ended up paying, like, I think I paid about $170 a month for like a million dollars of life insurance. I mean, what should people, is life insurance open to non-residents or, or not? Yeah, it's open to non-residents, correct. Yeah, life insurance, uh, it's uh, basically, it's a, a covered, it's a coverage uh, 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 that gives uh, uh, protection to your family, right? In, in case, in case the insurer dies, the family would get uh, some money, you know, to help them to cover the, the expenses. So the amount insured depends on and anybody. I mean, it could be any any amount. Uh, and there, there, there are three ways. One in which you you set a term of coverage that you want, let's say 10 years, 15, 20, or 30 years, you want to protect your family until your kids have grown up or, or until they are working. Yep. Uh, uh, that's one way. Then you set up, you, 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 you buy a contract for, let's say 20 years, and you have a fixed premium for that 20 years. So even though you are getting older, you, you keep paying the same premium for yep. those 20 years. That's one option. The other option is that uh, you have a, a, a lifetime policy, and if you are committed with with your payments during twenty years, during the twenty consecutive years, and you don't miss any payment, at the end you will get a reimbursement of all you you have paid, but no interest, just the principal. Yeah. This policy, the cost is a little bit higher than the first one. But you have the option to get all the money back, of course, if you don't die, right? 
Yeah, yeah. You get all the principal. And there's a third option in which your premium has a percentage that goes to a saving plan. So your monthly premium, one, one portion pays the life coverage and the other portion goes to a savings plan. So in the future, you're allowed to withdraw that, that savings that you have uh, that you have there in the plan. Or you can wait until the end to get, you know, uh, the, the, the full amount plus the interest. Okay, awesome. And I take it you guys also, I mean, I keep asking the same question here, but a lot of people don't have residency or in the process of getting rent. So you guys also do car insurance as well for people that oh, don't yeah, have residency. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We do absolutely any 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 kind of insurance. We do we do cars, uh, golf carts, uh, ATVs, uh, anything, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Now, a lot of people have second homes here in Costa Rica, and I think this is where a lot of the questions that I get usually come from is the second homes. Like, should they get home insurance? What type of home insurance is available? And, you know, what what should they understand about home insurance here? Yeah, yeah. Now, of course, it's, it's, it's good to to have a, a, a home insurance. And, you know, it, it gives uh, protection against uh, earthquake, uh, floods, uh, fire, uh, any damage uh, uh, that the that the property may may have, so it, it's important to to be insured. That that insurance is very cheap, so it's it's, it's good to to have it. Depends on the value of the property. Uh, yep. uh, the amount insured uh, should be based on the reconstruction value, right? Yep. Because sometimes when you buy a property, you you pay an amount because you know it has a now nice ocean view, it has a great it's location. But when you insure it, when you insure it, uh, the uh, uh, the insurance don't take that into account. Don't take into account the view, the the location. It takes the reconstruction value. Mm -hmm. So you have to insure at the reconstruction value. If something happened, what is the amount to reconstruct to reconstruct your home? Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, there there are uh, two ways. Uh, one, it's a uh, uh, a home insurance you know, with very low deductibles and another is uh, all risk uh, insurance with uh, you know a li little higher deductibles and, and lower premium uh, another uh, coverage that many experts like to get is the liabilities i mean if something happened to a third party uh, if they were renting it so if it was a vacation exactly. rental you were renting it you could Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Some of them rent the property. Exactly. So if something happened to to third parties, uh, they are covered. So they're they're, they're also uh, liability coverage uh, uh, that uh, that the experts can can buy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very affordable. I mean, I, I think I, I can't remember. I think my home is insured for like 300, 350,000. I think I end up paying about four or 500 bucks a year for it. And again, I'm just insuring it against earthquakes and, you know, major disasters, not the contents within it. Um, you know, but I mean, if, I mean, how much would somebody, you know, typically I think a vacation rental here is probably going to be say $500,000. You know, how much do you think that they'd roughly be paying if they also wanted liability insurance? Give, give or take, would you say, Carlos? Yeah, let's say a home of a one million, for example, okay. a, a, a home for one million. I mean, they they will be paying roughly roughly one thousand and six hundred dollars per annum with the full okay. full coverage, and in liability will be will be around uh, depends on the size of the lot of the property because sure. that gives uh, liability gives protection not just the property itself but you know the 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 size of the lot. Yep. Uh, but it'll be around five hundred dollars per per year. 
Okay. So I mean, for a million dollar for a million dollar property, two thousand one hundred dollars per year gives you liability insurance. And does it do, does that amount include the contents and or not that that? Uh, I mean, you you could insure the contents if you like. Yep. But then you have to say, okay, one million is the value of my property. Yeah. yeah. And what is the value of your contents? Okay. And, okay. But uh, the contents could be insured under under the same policy and at the same rate. Okay. So Should let's say. People- uh, let's say if you if you have a hundred thousand dollars in contents, for example, uh, then you will be paying one hundred and sixty dollars per year for you know to insure the contents. Yeah, should people increase the value by twenty percent? Because again, it's always the case that you never get the full amount from the insurer, right? Meaning, uh, you know, if it's a million dollars that you're insured for, sometimes they'll give you eight hundred thousand dollars. They don't give you the million, or or is that just a myth? Well, the insurance company will be paying the reconstruction value. So if something if something happens, the insurance company will be sending will be sending an appraisal. Okay. And and we will value the loss at the reconstruction value, right? So you could be overinsured. I mean, if you have a million dollar property of reconstruction value and you can insure it for two million, but you will, I mean, if something happens, you will be paid only one million because it's the reconstruction value. So you were overinsured. And if you are underinsured, meaning means that you insure your property at a lower value, let's say you insured it for five hundred thousand dollars, then if something happened, the insurance company will be paying fifty percent less because yeah. you insured it at a, at a lower value. But you get the whole five hundred thousand dollars if it was said to be five hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was okay. said to yeah, if the if the reconstruction value was five hundred dollars and you insured it for five hundred thousand dollars, you will get you will get okay. that amount less the deductible. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, it, Carlos, anything else that you think that anyone listening should understand about insurance in Costa Rica? Any frequently asked questions that come up that maybe we haven't covered? Yeah, I think you have covered everything. I mean, it's very easy to 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 get insured in Costa Rica. Um, it's good to 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 have information to get to get quotes. To get uh, information of the of the general conditions, I mean, in insurance you are buying a contract, so it's important yeah. to have that contract to know the coverages and the exclusions. Yep. So uh, we 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 usually send uh, our customers that contract in, in Spanish and in English, so they know what they're buying. So it's important to to be uh, well well informed. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, you know, I'm biased just because I've used you guys for many years. I love to use you because I can speak to you in English. You know, you have a great team. I can send you emails. You respond, you know, usually the same day, if not, you know, in, within an hour. Uh, you personally, Carlos, were a friend, of course. So, you know, it's it's I'm, I'm very biased. But, um, you know, I think once here in Costa Rica is that you've spent enough time here is that you just understand is that when you have someone that's great at what they do, you know, you keep them in your pocket, like keep them there constantly, because again, finding great people, great service here, you know, is not always as easy as it, as it sounds. And especially in the world of insurance, I know that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Carlos, my last question for you, which I love to ask everyone, if you inherited $500,000, Okay, but you had to invest it into a business or real estate in Costa Rica. What would you do with it and why? In Costa Rica, well, yeah. real real estate is always a good option. You know, is 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 secure and and you know over the long term, uh, uh, you know, uh, it appreciates. The, it appreciates. So uh, I recommend real, you, 
Whereabouts? Where would you do? Like today, if you had $500,000 and you had to invest in real estate, where would you put it in Costa Rica? What would you buy and where? Well, at this moment, I think the beaches are a good place to to invest. Yeah, I okay. think the beaches are, you know, the, the prices are growing. So I'll go, I'll go to and invest in, in the beaches. Also, uh, another option is investing in, in in bond certificates, government bond certificates. You'll gain a, you'll get a good interest payment. How you much is the interest? Well, uh, there's a Costa Rican ex, uh, external debt. Uh, they're paying between six and a half and seven percent, with no 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 tax on interest. So that's. That's, that's another option, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So that's another beach. option. Yeah, I like it. Is there a particular beach town that you would invest in, Carlos? Anyone that you particularly like or you think that like you think in the long term would be good? Well, in my opinion, Guanacaste is a good good area to be. Guanacaste, yeah. of course. And uh, all the area of uh, Quepos, uh, Herradura, you know, this area is, I think, is, is great because it's... Uh, it's very close uh, to San Jose, and you know it's a very de- demanded area. If you are buy a property, it's easy to rent it. I mean, there, yep. you know, as you know, there are many pages such as uh, Airbnb, VRBO that you can, you know, keep renting and and you know get some cash flow. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'll go. I'll go for for, for real estate or, or a balance. A, you know, uh, investing in real estate and in, in government bonds. Uh, You're the first person after 154 episodes that's ever said bond, and I like it. I like Uh the. uh, I like. Well, I mean, bond is a safe investment. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Government. Oh yeah, absolutely. I have my portfolio in bonds. Yeah, I have. uh, Yep. Invest in Costa Rican bonds, Dominican Republic, and Colombian bonds. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well in the portfolio. Good for you, man. Good for you. Well, Carlos. I really appreciate your time coming on the podcast. Anyone that wants to basically contact Carlos and Confia, I'll put all of their contact details in the description. Again, they speak English. They'll be able to give you quotes from multiple different uh, companies. But really appreciate you coming on the podcast, Carlos, and uh, chatting with me. All right. Thank you for the opportunity, Richard. I will be in touch. Sounds good. All right. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed that podcast there with Carlos, guys. I think as you can see here, um, you know, there's a wide variety of insurance available here. Uh, it sometimes is a little bit more affordable. Uh, you don't need to have residency in order to get this. You should have insurance here in Costa Rica, guys, especially if you're not a resident and covered by Social Security, um, just in case, you know, um, you know, anything untoward would happen. And again, it's very, very affordable. Um, you know, even seeing a doctor here usually costs about 100 bucks. Seeing a dentist costs about $100 uh, anyway. So, um, you know, I think it's just more of a lot of people have insurance just in case of the worst happens. But um, all of Carlos's contact details are in the description down below. You can also contact us as well. We've helped quite a few clients get through the insurance process as well. Info at investingcostarica.com. That's investing, I-N-V-E-S-T-I-N-G, costarica.com. But anyway, guys, uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast, uh, feel free to give us a thumbs up, five stars, pass the pod, as I like to say, share it with people. It's amazing how many people that I ask, you know, when they've contacted us, because uh, quite a few of you reach out, like, how did you hear about it? You know, oh, it was my friend, that uh, you know, found it or I found it on Facebook or uh, I was on, um, you know, I was on Spotify or Apple and typed in Costa Rica and you guys came up. Uh, and I'm so thankful, uh, you know, that we that, that, that we found you guys because it's, it's a wide variety of information that you guys get out there. So. But anyway, guys, uh, and I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Until the next one, we'll speak to you soon. 
the number one Costa Rica real estate and investment podcast, bringing you experts from all over Costa Rica 